Hey, it's the Chief. Coming up, the Rez and I talk about NFL games, and then we bring on a special guest from the MetaFans community, the Parlay King, and then, of course, the Western Conference NHL preview to wrap things up. Lots of good things in this episode. Hope you enjoy it. Hey everyone, it's the Pick Doctor Sports Betting Podcast. I'm your host, The Chief, and I'm here with The Rez. What's going on, Rez? Hello, hello, hello. I'm excited today. We've got a new segment going on. New segment, that's right. We are bringing more content, more exciting stuff for you. What do we got? Well, it is way more exciting than Thursday night's football game. That's why I can tell you that for sure. Uh, We're actually interviewing some other uh handicappers online we want to get started on those and find out how other people are doing things and get other opinions on here other than our own good stuff good stuff that'll be exciting i'm sure the listeners will enjoy that yeah because we need to, we need to pick up the pace on our own stuff eh? what's going on for, yeah for some reason prime time is horrible i think i'll just stick to sundays i i think so too we're uh i think what we're zero three on thursday nights <laughs> Yeah, something it feels like, that. like a very depressing mood when we come and record and every time we come and record we lost a bet I, I don't understand how they don't progressively get any better like what are these coaches doing what are these players doing they're professionals no they're not they're paid they got paid and they're done that's russell wilson's done. model he's he got paid he doesn't care anymore i saw shows. some headline um uh sherman uh richard sherman is basically saying something about like you know how the the, the quarterback lost again on a, a goal line pass and uh i guess you know that's that's his nightmare that's his nightmare <laughs> that's his nightmare yeah. okay. all right hopefully we can work our way out our own nightmares but um yeah so what else we got we got a, some hockey preview we did east last preview. uh last episode we're gonna do west this episode yeah and uh yeah so we actually have because we have that bonus interview coming up so the interviews with uh a gentleman named the Parlay King, which will talk about two additional games. So we're actually we actually have six games to talk about today. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. So well, do you want to just right into jump it? right into it? Yes, let's do that. All right. Uh, why don't we jump into your two games first? So just to let people know again, we usually record or review four games. So today we have a bonus two games with the Parlay King. Um, my two. So what we do is we then. Talk about our leans, and then we do our pick of the week from those four games. So we will start off with Atlanta and Tampa Bay, which is one of your games. This is the NFC South divisional rivalry. Uh, the opening spread was Tampa Bay minus ten and a half. Currently sits at minus ten, and the totals was opening at forty-seven, and it's forty-six and a half. So what what, what was so special about this game? Ah, uh, it's a divisional game. Uh... Yeah. I just kind of, I'm just kind of curious about this Atlanta team, to be honest. Uh, unfortunately, one of their starred uh, skilled players, uh, Cordell Patterson, is uh, injured. I, I have him on both. Of is my he a star teams. core player though? He is. He does like everything for them and okay. does it well. So okay, he's listed as a running him. back. So yeah. Well, yeah, his, he plays as a running back, but he's, he just helps him move the ball. Anyways, okay, he's not doing so great. And um, I just wanted to take a closer look at this Falcons team because you know we've made we have made some money on them, um, but uh, what's what's yeah how are they how are they exhibiting this two and two record because I'm pretty sure no one thought this was possible. So that you think they're overperforming is what you're saying. They're overperforming, but we got to figure okay. out why. So one of the reasons why is the last two games where they won, they're playing like the two worst defenses. So last week they beat the Browns, and the week before that, they beat Seattle, in, in Seattle for that matter. Um, that's then, right. I remember that. That was quite the uh, quite the show. Quite the show. That's right. And then uh, then, then you had them playing the Rams and the, the Saints, another divisional game earlier in the season. Um, and, uh, you know, those they were able to cover uh, some, some big numbers. And here we are again with a big number. Yep. But what's different this time? Well, I think Tampa's, you know, I don't want to say finally anything because right now my optimism is probably like killing me a little bit. Well, um, right now Atlanta's covered the spread 4 0. Yeah. Atlanta, season. Atlanta, the season. But Tampa's kind of like lost. The ones they lost were against good offenses, you know, Casey yeah. and, and Green Bay. 
Um, and, and so that's, you know, that's, that's kind of tough. Uh, but at the same time, they're still performing like a top five defense. So I feel like this is like one of those get right games for them. And um, kind of after looking at everything. Re- and rebound. 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 The, and and it's just box. like a game where I think some of the Falcons momentum will, will suffer a little bit. You can look at um, Mariota's uh, uh, cubing rating over the last few games, and it's kind of like declined yeah. a bit. Um, and Bra- know, and Brady's ang- angry. Giselle yeah, Brady's the, Brady's angry. The There's too many rumors, so, so he's, <laughs> too many rumors uh, out pissed. there. Too many people fake newsing <laughs> his uh, okay. his Instagram. So what's so, your what's your, so what's your lean today? My lean right now is Tampa. A get right game, double digit win, um, and then I'm actually going to lean on the over because I feel like this Tampa Bay team, or sorry, this Falcons team is still finding ways. You know, being crafty, moving the ball, um, yeah. and uh, they can make their contributions. Okay. So I, I don't really have much on this game except I'm if I were to lean, I would lean Atlanta Falcons because you know about my early season uh, dog against the spread picks for uh, scoring unit uh, spreads. So 10. The spread's at 10 right now. That's a field goal and a, a touchdown. Those mm-hmm. have covered 66% of the time this season. Oh, sorry, not this season. Uh, 66% of the time in the last five seasons. And this season, we're at a 61% hit rate. So it's right on pace. So if I had a gun into my head, I would take the Falcons. All right, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, you're... I... I... Look, you know, other little stats, you know, home team seven and three against the spread. Uh, mm-hmm. last time these, you know, last 10 times these teams met, and um, over seven and one of the last eight meetings. It's it's like a it's not like a huge defensive rivalry. So, anyways, yeah, okay, that, those are yeah. my thoughts. Okay, your second game now you're moving to the well, still NFC, uh, Seattle and New Orleans, where the Saints are minus six home favorites, so we're opened. And it sits at minus five and a half right now. So the big movement here was their their total. It opened at forty and a half, and it went to forty six. Do you know why that happened, or uh, what else is your what are your, your other thoughts on this game? I think this total moved after people watched Seattle and Detroit score like almost a hundred points. Um, yeah, and then they also saw that you know Andy Dalton actually was able to. He knows how to play still. He he can still play, <laughs> um, even though they played in the UK uh, against Minnesota. Now they didn't win that game, but you know but they he, moved the ball he, around. He, he moved, and, yeah, yeah. He and and I think his passer rating was uh, was over was over a hundred. I'll, I'll double check. Um, yeah, it was like one hundred eight. Right, his yards per attempt was like over eight point four yards per attempt. That's pretty solid. Um, and uh, and yeah, I, I feel like this Seattle very poor defensive team uh, can get exposed and yeah. um, the Saints team will be opportunistic. So do you think the Saints work. really will start Dalton? Because in some places I see TBD. Is it, is it because they think Winston's coming back or or that's just not, uh, that's just some sites not wanting to put anything in there? Well, I, okay, honestly, just before this thing, I was trying to kind of look at the, the latest and greatest news. Yeah. Um, and, if, and, it's, and it sounds like the, um, uh, Winston didn't practice, right? Uh, so, and That's I guess good. they really don't want to like reveal uh, who it might be until they really, really have okay. to. So, probably if he doesn't practice on Thursdays, I feel like it's not likely uh, James Winston's going to play. So, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm prepared for Andy Dalton if I have to, if okay. I have to play play the Saints or make assumptions about what the Saints are going to do. Okay, so what's your what's your lean on this game? My lean on this game is the Saints. Saints and uh, uh, I, spread. I, I'm assuming spread. Yeah, yeah spread. and I and I very much like this game going over. Um, okay, you know, especially if there's some kind of like backdoor cover scenario for the for the Seahawks, it's going to be a they're going to, you know, Geno Smith has actually been pretty impressive. Um, I would say, uh, you know, they haven't probably. Well, I don't think they're planning to win that many games this year. But hey, two and two is not bad. Yeah. That's probably how many they thought they were going to win the whole season. <laughs> so, yeah. so for me, I actually don't have much to say about this game. It's I, I couldn't find the QBs. I didn't know what's going on. Um, I'm really just here for color for you, just to see what your thoughts on here, and then move selfishly to my games. Selfishly onto your games. So, All right. So yeah. onto your games. You've yeah. got you got some uh, interesting Detroit, ones too. 
Yeah, Detroit versus uh, New England. So this one is an interesting game. It's opened at uh, minus six and a half for New England, and now it sits at minus three, likely because of that QB change. And then the total is uh, 44, opened at 44, and currently sits at 45 and a half. So why did I pick this game? So I picked this game because there were some money imbalances that I saw where huge money was going on to the Lions. And I like that because early in the season, these have worked out to 62% wins uh, in the last five seasons. And also, um, this is also one of my early season uh, systems, just like the Tampa Bay game, or sorry, Atlanta game, where uh, the spread is three, which is a field goal. And the away dogs have covered these kinds of uh, scoring uh scoring uh, interval plays at 66% of the time. So I have a strong play on the Detroit Lions for this one. That is my lean. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I, when I went into looking at this briefly, I thought, you know, okay, Bill Belichick might draft off something really cool to slow this this uh, this Detroit team down who, who are missing some players, but kind of have a pretty deep uh, running back spot here. And, but you got to uh, remember, New Orleans, sorry, not New Orleans, New England... They're going on to Bailey Zappy Zap. Bailey Zap. That's another reason why I decided to choose this one as one of my uh, possession systems. Do you know anything about him? Yeah, I. I mean, you do. I know. Okay, I don't know. Sorry, I don't know anything <laughs> about him. Um, I was saying, yeah, as in like in agreement of, uh, he's not that great. Yeah. Um, he seems like more of a, like a little bit of a checkdown guy. Uh, he didn't play horrible against uh, Green Bay. Um. But uh, you know Detroit's impressive. They just kind of yeah, that's, put that's up also... points against all kinds of D's. Like obviously last week they got to play like the worst D, but hey, they put up forty five points. They also got um, my HBO bump. So <laughs> your HBO bump. Reason. The only thing I do worry a little bit about is the defensive play um, by uh, the Patriots. I feel like if they were going to escape somehow or you know win it on a final field goal kick, uh, it would be because of. Uh, some defense, you know, defensive maneuver that they come up with. <laughs> well, okay. Did you? So, do you have a lead on this one? I don't. I was, the only thing no. I, I just, I just in, in thinking this, I just want to see how good or bad um, the turnover margin is for Detroit uh, this season. So okay. they are uh, not horrible. They're bottom bottom third, but you know, minus. Minus zero point three turnovers per game, like okay. net. So that's all right. Okay. okay. So well, yeah, I, I could buy your Detroit. You can buy my Detroit. Thank you. Thank you for buying my Detroit. All right. On to the next. All right. So on to the next game. Our, our last one here is an AFC divisional rival game for Houston and Jacksonville. Uh, this game opened at minus three and a half favorites for Jacksonville, and now they're minus seven. So it's quite a big jump. And then the total is, didn't move. It's 43 and a half still uh, a couple of days ago and today. So this one, so why did I pick this one? This one has a special under for me. So this is where my other system comes into play, where uh, the ticket difference is around 20% or higher for the money. So that means more money went into there compared to the percentage of bets. And this is a system that I have played for many, many months. Uh, when I say many, many months, many, many months of football. So football is only four months. So last year was like four months on this. And it hits at over almost 70% of the time. And this is one of the best matchups where they always, they hit quite a few times too. And the total that they're sitting at is, uh, I believe, what did I say? It was 43 and a half. And that is ideal for these situations. Indeed, indeed. That's all this I Houston have. Team, this is a pure Houston system team. system play here. Yeah, I you know I I think J- Jacksonville here is also in for a big bounce back game, and yeah. of the style of the style that they actually had a really cool game earlier this season where they basically shut out Indy. I feel like this has got that same type of potential. Um, where they would uh, they bounce back against Houston. Yeah, they bounce back against Houston. They'll score a lot of points. You know, Houston somehow was able to get into the Chargers a little bit last week and, and um, you know, 
I don't want to say make a game of it, but they certainly scored like I believe they scored twenty one unanswered. I could be wrong, but um, uh, yeah, no, they scored uh, seventeen points unanswered in the uh, second half. I don't feel like the Jacksonville team will will let them do that. Well, that David Mills guy, he's probably been doing a lot better than most of us expected. He, yeah, I no comment there. He's he's David Mills. <laughs> he's you David know, Mills. We're we're not yeah. here to bash anyone. So okay. So that's, that's uh, yeah. My lean is on the under there, based on a complete system play, nothing to do with what you know about the teams. So okay. All so right. What what's your uh, out of all this? What would be your pick of the week this week? I I, I don't know. Something must be wrong with in, in my head, but my pick of the week is an over of all Over. things in this stupid league. Uh, I just, I see points by Andy Dalton and Geno Smith, like over 46. Just, just going crazy. I think Dalton's yep. going to keep the magic going. Yeah, I think they both get into the um, three touchdown, three field goal territory. You know, they'll, they'll, They're both going to hit red zone. Because um, kind of okay. the style of play that they have just should, should open it up for both sides. Okay. Well, for mine... It is definitely the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, all right. Yeah, plus three. That's that's my that's my week. Hopefully, I pick it up here because my my plays of the week have not been hitting. Yeah, we both can pick it up. Uh, I think like Sunday, Sunday we've our Sunday picks records. are pretty good though. Yeah, it's just it's just our, these uh, prime time days and our podcast picks. Last last season, our podcast picks were on fire. Well, so. let's fix it, fix it both and get them in line. Yeah, and hopefully, uh, maybe because you switch it up with an interview here with the Parlay King, we can uh, right. turn around a bit. So okay, well, we recorded we this interview that? a little bit earlier, and uh, hope the listeners enjoy it. All right, we have something special for everyone today. We have the Metal Fan owning four pick sweeping sports bookie beating Parlay King joining us today. How's it going there, Parlay King or PK? Should I call you? Hey, man. Thank you, thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, that works, bro. You're you're our very first guest today. Thank you, thank actually, you. very very first guest of the pod ever. So we're just trying out something new. And we we noticed you around on the, the Discord and picking a bunch of winning plays. So we thought we'd try to reach out and talk to you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm actually coming off a clean sweep today, so not too shabby. So it's perfect intro. Four pick sweeping. That's kind of your style. You always give out like four picks, and you tell people what they should do. You, you rank them one to four, and yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I love I love uh giving out a certain amount of picks and uh playing no more or no less than that. Yeah. So yeah, so today we have you as a guest where we're going to talk about two NFL games this week 5. Um but before we do that, why don't we just ask you a few things just to get to know you a bit. Um I have a question for you just how did you get started? How did you start sports gambling and all this stuff? Yeah. So um so I I originally started about uh 6 years ago. Uh, six years ago, sports betting, and uh, I started off really small. Uh, I started playing online, playing in casinos and little things like that. But um, I didn't realize that you could actually make like a second income with this until uh, I started getting a little bit more serious with it. And uh, But yeah, I, I started off just watching games. Uh, I had a cousin who was big into fantasy fantasy sports. And yeah. uh, I remember he, he would tell me, oh, I'm doing these like fantasy leagues. And uh if I choose the right players and the right teams, then I can win three hundred dollars. And uh, he was able to get his first Xbox like that. So, uh, oh, okay, it, yeah, it was like a a good like hardcore memory that we have. So that's how I started. So, so you must have uh, picked up a few systems and some strategies along the way too, right? Like, obviously, you're not just randomly picking games, randomly betting. You you got yourself some oh, kind yeah. of system. Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I, I love checking the lines. I love seeing how they move. Uh, a lot of people just like betting on games just because they like the team. But me, I like to, I like to see the the lines and the run lines more of like a, like a investment. Um, so you can you can tell the line discrepancies. You could, when you stand in front of the Vegas, uh, the sports book lines, you could you could tell what lines are right, which ones are wrong. And uh, I just like taking advantage of things like that. Yeah, you take advantage of uh, where, where the money's going and where Vegas is moving things and how the public's also betting then, I'm guessing. Yeah, exactly. So you look okay. at all that and I build my strategy off that. Okay, so what, what kind of, like, what's your best sports to do it on in general? Uh, 
one one of my favorite sports or one of my best sports is for sure UFC. Uh, UFC, I, I ride a lot of underdogs just because UFC is a one like a one hit one hit game. It only yeah. takes one hit just to catch the underdog. So that's what happened with Leon Edwards and uh, Kamar Usman. So I, that that was just over the last two weeks, right? I think that was the yeah match that happened. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. So yeah, today we also have our resident uh, NFL expert, the Chief, on the line here. He's he. We're all gonna talk about two games that uh, you you wanted to bring up to us. We ready to get right into it? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Okay, so what we have here is the first game. You wanted to talk about the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets, uh, yeah. AFC East divisional matchup. Um, this game opened with Miami as the favorite. Uh, two and a half favorite, and now it currently sits at minus three. Uh, the total of the games opened at 44 and a half, and now it sits at 45 and a half. Yep. So, yeah, so why did you want to pick this game? What did you see here? That's an advantage. Uh, I like Miami Dolphins uh, a lot. Uh, the New York Jets really haven't been doing much lately, and uh, the Miami Dolphins, they're on a. Uh, although uh, Tua, Tua just got injured, and yeah. uh, he, he had a concussion. Be... Yeah, it's gonna be a little. A lot of people are. Uh, I feel like the lines are wrong. Minus three is a is an easy cash for for Miami just because uh, minus six, minus seven, minus eight should be where more where the line is at. But less points is an easier cash for us for sure. Okay, because who's starting for uh, Miami now? Then it's if it's not Tua. I think it's Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a pro. He knows what's going on. Yeah, he he he's an OG. He's got this. He he knows what's up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, he he was do he did really well in uh, New Orleans last year, right? So yeah, he knows what's going on. Okay, yeah. so so what? Did, sorry, what were you leaning then? Uh, Miami Dolphins and the spread. The spread. Yeah. So minus three right now. Okay. Yep. You have any comments there, Chief? Yeah, I I mean I I like that uh, that thinking as well. Miami's defense uh, defense has been pretty solid, and the Jets are just still a horrible team. You know, no matter who's the quarterback. Yeah. So the only other thing is, what do you think about the under? The under, the under is is uh, tempting, tempting yeah. for sure. Yeah, because it seems a little high, forty five and a half. Yeah, it, it it for sure seems too high for me. Uh, just like the Broncos game that happened right now, the the under or the over was forty two, forty five, and they they didn't make more than like twenty points. Yeah, because I'm just looking at the injury report for both teams. There's not much other than Tua. Uh, like Zach Wilson has a slight bang up but he's probably still going to start so nothing i don't think anything is going to happen or be surprised there so so yeah, yeah. other than two gone you you got a pretty much full lineup for both teams yeah yeah and and the wide receivers the... sorry you got uh jalen wadal is a uh, questionable right now for, yeah and for i believe the dolphins i believe tyreek hill was a uh, questionable also but uh... oh he's also okay so, okay so that there definitely is value here then yeah um even because it, it looks like they're not playing, but if they come in and play, exactly, yeah, you you got a you got a big advantage there. The lines were changed a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tyreek was limited in practice today, but I'm pretty sure he'll play. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay, I see where you're going with that. That's good. That's good. Um, I like that. I like that play. Anything else you want to add on this game, or should we go on to the next? Uh, no, that's that's pretty much it. I, I love the Miami Dolphins minus three, so lock it oh. in, guys. All right. Uh, okay, so the next game you wanted to talk about was a NFC conference game. Um, you got the Niners, San Francisco Niners against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, this game opened with San Francisco as the favorites, minus two and a half, and it jumped quite a bit here. It's minus six and a half now currently. Um, the game total is, sorry, it opened up 39 and a half, and it currently just sits at 39, so not much movement there. Uh yeah, I'll leave this one to you, uh, PK. What are, what are you saying here? Yeah, so uh, I like the 49ers just because on the road, they're 2-2 two and two so far. And uh, right now, the Carolina Panthers, they're 1-3 and three at home. So it's, a, it's, a, it's almost like a, like a no, no-brainer just to take uh, 49ers on this one. They did have a, a small mess-up with uh, Trey just because he had to leave. But I, I feel that we have a bigger chance cashing with Jimmy just because he's he's the OG. He knows how to play with the team. He knows he just he knows everything about him. But does that the, the move of the uh, 
the spread scare you at all? It went from, that's quite a big jump, two and a half to six and a half. I'm not sure what happened there. I was trying to look at why that happened. I couldn't really figure that one out. Yeah, uh, the 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 move definitely was scary. Uh, right when it opened up, I, I luckily was able to get in. Uh, that just means that a lot of sharp money is coming in. So the lines are having to get adjusted real quick. Uh, sharp oh, okay, money. so that's what happened here. Yeah, a lot of sharp money is coming into this match, so. You're gonna see okay. the, the lines. Yeah, I'm. I'm crazy. just looking it up right now too. Yeah, you're. You're basically right there. There's about seventy-five percent of the money is pouring in on the Niners here. Yeah. So. Yeah, I. I mean, if you look at last week, Carolina lost at home to the Cardinals, another NFC West team. Presumably, that's not as good as the Niners, right? Yeah. And I think the line was one. They lost by ten, right? Yeah. So, really, it's like a seven-point swing. Which you know, at a minimum, sounds right, and still might not be enough because the cards are, like the Niners are definitely better than the cards at this point. And, and I have a crazy trend here for both of you. So Carolina, in their last nine games at home, they're yeah. one and eight against the spread. So they're wow. terrible. Yeah, so yeah. You may, you may have read this one right. Yeah, blowout losers on the on the Panthers for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know what like Baker Mayfield is. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. Yeah, so 49ers for sure. I like the I like the money line and I like the spread. Definitely the spread. Uh, take both. And then uh, the over and unders are tempting too. Uh, I like the over. You like the over? Yeah. I think they're going to break it open. Well, the over is pretty low. Yeah, 39 right now. Yeah, exactly. It's, so. It hasn't even hit 40. So So that's the thing though. Like I, I looked at the San Francisco defense. They're the top right now in the league. I think they've only allowed 900-ish yards yeah. in... Uh, and defense in the last four games, that's that's under uh, like 250 yards a game. Yeah, their their defense is is crazy, but um, I I feel Carolina will have a couple tricks up their sleeves, and uh, they'll for sure get a couple runs in. They, it, it won't be a blowout blowout loser or a blowout winner, but it'll be a close game with a couple points. But yeah. they'll yeah. definitely cover the spread. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's 38 and a half, so to have like a seven point spread on a low total is yeah the the Niners got to you know just pound yeah yeah they got to pound it and well, uh yeah. with them starting the season a little slow i feel like that's their mission right now they're trying to get back on trying to get back up there okay sounds good i like it yeah. well there you have it so you have basically the first game you got the Miami spread at minus 3 and then this game you you're you're pushing the San Fran money line and the spread if people didn't get the money line yet they can get the spread now cuz i'm sure the money line uh, odds yeah. are not very good. Yeah, they're probably so, not, okay. not good at all. So while well, we we're going to leave it here, do you have any shout outs you want to give out? Like drop a line of where where the people can find you or what you're working on that you want to leave as your last words before we, yeah. before we leave yeah. you off here? Uh, definitely. Uh, just stay tuned for my sports book. Uh, I'm opening up a sports book by the end of the year. Uh, it'll be called the Parlay Kings Sportsbook or Parlay Kings Books. Um but yeah, I'm just opening up a sports book, uh, trying to get everybody uh, engaged the right way and uh, looking at licensing rights to stream the the fights and pay-per-view events and a lot of more things. So stay tuned, wow, guys. Wow, that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. That's a huge yeah. undertaking. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, a lot of people, what I realized is once you stream a fight and you do it the right way, uh, a lot of people will pay attention and just to watch okay. the fight sometimes, you know? Do you have an Instagram or Twitter you want to leave off here? Yeah, uh, my Instagram is the Parlay King with two G's at the end, and the Parlay King on Twitter with two G's at the end as well. Okay, we'll leave that in the show notes for everyone to see when uh, there, and hopefully we can have you back again. Yeah, definitely, guys. I really appreciate for you guys having me, and uh, we definitely got to run this back, and I'll be a lot more prepared, and I'll talk about some strategies and a couple secret tips for sure on the second. Oh, of course, one. yeah. If you come back, we'll we'll be pressing you for more of those. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. Thanks a lot. Good stuff. Thanks, PK. Thank you. All right. And we're back. Regular programming. Survivor. NFL Survivor. We are. We still got one play in the big MetaFans 25K Survivor Contest. Yeah. And we have our our own pools outside of this that we keep going. So we might as well just comment on those too. So so what do you think you're going to do? Yeah. I think I'm, I'm eyeballing... Mini or Jacksonville? Mini or Jacksonville? 
Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah. So I looked, did some analysis on my own personal one. I think I'm gonna go New Orleans Saints. I'm gonna trust in Andy okay. Dalton because if they win this week, my next four weeks will be smooth sailing, a cruise a mode. cruising. So I need to take that risk right now. Um, take that risk really? and cruise for four weeks and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, you still believe in Saints Minnesota? Could... They've been burning you left, right, and center here. I mean, I I think I used them in one pool last yeah. week. So I get a little, it was a little, it was tight it was a little shaky, yeah, but, shaky, or no, not last week, two weeks ago, I think. Okay. Um, for a different pool, but uh, in in my main pool, I you know miss. So it's it's the Bears. Come on, they have they don't even have a quarterback. So who who's your other second choice? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Oh boy, Houston. come on, you're playing that's you're right, playing Houston. Right. So there's not it, it, there's some people who already probably use Tampa Bay. They probably won't be able to use that one. And uh, yeah, most people have used Buffalo, Tampa Bay. Um, the Rams minus seven versus Dallas. Not fun. Minus I know it's 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 K, KC is minus six and a half or minus seven. I use I I personally use KC okay. already. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I can use KC either. I don't think they'll cover the seven and a half, but I feel yeah. like yeah, prime time they they need like to whoever get, hasn't used Green Bay yet. It was minus nine, but yeah. So so uh, okay, you're Minnesota, likely Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. I pro- probably okay. Minnesota. I'm, I'm New Orleans. I I do understand your Saints thing. Yeah. I, I guess who else would I play later on in the Saints? Saints will get a chance to play. Yeah, but I'm not. I, I don't. Imagine. I don't really care to use the Saints anymore after this. Is the point? Fair, fair, fair. So, okay. All right. So. On to NHL, NHL preview, Western Conference. Yes. Okay, so similar to last week, we will preview division by division, and we will start with the central division with the lovely bottom-feeding Coyotes. Useless. This one is not much to talk about. They're basically getting the pits of every other team. They got Cassian, Bajuxta, Dolphine, Lost Kessel. Their point total is 65 and a half, which is so low, but who knows? They might go that low. And uh, I don't know. I feel like they'll be lower than last year. They got 57 last year. You think so they'll go lower than 57? I think they do yeah, like 53, 54. Actually, like, yeah, uh, 65 and a half seems high. I And then I'm pretty sure they're going to dump Chikrin because, well, at least they don't have to do it this one. year, but he's a smooth, his cap it is low. So yeah, no, I know no they'll holy. do bad. It's just how bad they'll do. But it, it, in the yeah, back I'm not. Mind, I, I'm not. I don't have experience in betting like super unders like this yeah. on bad teams. But I, I feel like it's well. In the anyways. back of my mind, I keep thinking that NHL is relatively competitive. Competitive. <laughs> so I know it's hard to go under sixty five. Anybody can win. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, let's not talk about this team. Enough. Next one are the Blackhawks. Last year, sixty eight points. Bottom ten team in goals and against uh, sixty six and a half. I've seen out there. Yep, this is another team that probably sixty six and a half is probably right. They did a ton of moves. They have their old guard, basically Kane, Taze, all on contract years, unlikely to sign back. So who knows what they're gonna do? I don't even know if they're they're good enough to pull out big years because even though it's a contract year, because they're now aging. Um. I think they just need to give the list, you know, and then and see who, who where they can go to help win a cup, another cup. If they if, if that's they care, like their if they that's their mi- mindset to care, like you said, yeah. yeah. Their um, biggest name on defense is only uh, Seth Jones, which is not very impressive at all. So yeah, this is this team is like the Arizona, maybe not as bad, but not much to talk about here. Yeah, I think we. I think we move on. I mean, they got some goal. They, they lost know, everyone. Say so they, they got a goalie, but they they probably the goalie situation is maybe slightly better than last year. Yeah, but um, they basically lost, not, but not long term. Lost Doc, so. the Brinkat, Dylan Strom, Hagel, Kubalik. Basically, like over two hundred points disappeared from their roster. All right, move on. Uh, now we're getting into some more competitive teams. The Winnipeg Jets, last year eighty nine points. Uh, this year. Looking similar, the market's at uh, yeah. around 80 and a half. I would not call them competitive either. <laughs> I, would, I would call them maybe a step above the Chicago and Arizona Coyotes. They basically didn't do anything with their team. They gained. I thought they would be better last year, but I think what happened was Hellebuck sucked. Well, that's the problem. Was, you know, career worse, almost three three goals against average. But they didn't even improve their um, team. They they lost people well, instead. They lost Stastny. Maybe Cop. they did some more meditation and yoga and you yeah. know 
Well, they're definitely not. I, I think 88 and a half. This is something that is probably right. Missing the playoffs, not getting anywhere. They got a new coach, right? They got a new coach. Coach said, um, Mr. Blake Wheeler, you're not the captain anymore. Um, shocked everyone. I feel. I still feel like there should be some kind of mini rebound. With who? You know, who's gonna rebound? Goalie, like who's gonna rebound like, there? There's nobody to really rebound. There's Wheeler, Connor, Shifley, and Ehlers, who all are just mediocre players. No one's actually any. No one's a superstar, jump out of your face kind of player. And they didn't even bother trying to improve their team over the offseason. They signed nobody. Nobody of, of note. But I, I feel like Shifley, Pierre-Luc Dubois are a great center-center combo. And, you know, I don't want to put a lot on some kid, Cole Perfetti, but whatever. Like, they still... Yeah. They got they got pieces. I'm not sold on their D, but... And, they have and pieces that's why that Connor, pretty much every other uh, team Connor Hellebuck will... Yeah. So, they got a new coach. We'll see how he does. Um and I, I, you know, Rick Bonus. I, I think people in Vancouver seem to like him for whatever yeah. reason. But other than I Connor, no one else know. really did much last season. I think Connor had about he had over ninety points. I know that, but I, I think. But I think the other problem is they actually get injured a lot. You know, Ehlers, Shifley, even Blake Wheeler. Well, that's a problem. They're not your eighty-two game guys. So but that's a problem. Yeah. So, so maybe eighty-eight and a half, eighty-nine points. That is their yeah. their upside. So, they are playing to the best of their ability. So there's not much for me. No advantage here to me. I'm not gonna. Picking over, yeah, I don't think there's an advantage. All right, next game, uh, next team, Predators. Predators, ninety-seven points, ninety-seven points last year, and market thinks they're over/unders at ninety-seven and a half again. Yeah, that's right. This uh, this team is actually they gained a, a core piece in defense. I think Ryan McDonough came over, um, and that yep. and that makes their defense pretty damn crazy. Um, have you already, which was already crazy, exactly. So yeah, that this part. is a good addition that could actually bump them up a bit to I don't know the maybe the hundred point range. They have Yossi, Ryan McDonough, Ekholm, uh, Fabro. These are all decent defensemen, and then up front you have Forsberg and Duchesne and Ryan Johansson. So they have that some their defense. Sorry, their fours are pretty mediocre, but I think that strong D and if the goalie wakes up, UC Soros, they they could definitely make a playoff run. But going far. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they could get into the 101, 102. Yeah, that's points. what I was thinking. But 97 and a half is it's close. pretty. So it's not that much it's, advantage. It's pretty close. It's not that much advantage. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. On to the stars. Stars. Now, one more point last year. They got 98 last year. Um, the, the line is a little lower here, 93 and a half. Uh, I thought they would regress sooner, but um, they got Peter DeBoer in here now. Yeah. Trying to milk this team like a it's like a one line team with a reasonable defense. Yeah, um, I, I had always, if they regress, I don't think they'll regress too much. So no, I disagree. I think I think uh, this ninety four line that I'm seeing is probably pretty right, and they'll probably be down in the low nineties, high eighties this season. They just, um, as you said, they're a one line team. They're aging. Um, the people that they have on contract years is like Pavelski who doesn't really matter he's at the twilight of his years um goaltending they lost Klingberg sorry so that's a big defensive loss um they lost Rajlov to Russia he went back lost Domestikov so really there's not much improvement or if any and they don't even know if they're signing Jason Robertson Hmm. or did they when I wrote this Um, they didn't sign him yet Oh, I'm assuming they they'll sign him. Like, okay, so even if they sign charts, him, so they they have to get a bunch of those guys off the books, like Klingberg and Radulov. So I can't see them doing better than the last season here. Um, their forward situation is pretty pretty empty. Jamie Ben is not going to do better, and their their salary is caught up with Sagan and Ben, who basically are regressing, not improving. So. What are you going to do after Pavelski? Pavelski is pretty much all people that are just either unproven or just too young to make any impact. Yeah, and I think a lot of if if a lot falls on the shoulders of of their goalie, uh, who you know it's had a very proven. stellar. Yeah, he had a stellar season, but yeah. like you said, he's not proven. Um, defense, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. I don't, I don't really know mediocre. what Peter DeBoer can do. 
yeah. to to make this team better. So, so I'm off. Know, if I had to play, I would probably play nine, you know, under. But yeah, yeah it already I, dropped I'm, I'm five off, points I'm from off last the stars, year. Uh, I'm off the stars bandwagon. I was on it for the last couple no. years, but not anymore. All right, okay, and then we jump into the St. Louis Blues. So I one nine points yeah. last year. You just never would have thought. Uh, the line I saw around it was like ninety five and a half. Seems a little low. Yeah, but they did lose their goalie. Yes, who's and they also lost uh, David Perron. Yeah, who scores a lot of goals. Doesn't um, matter. He's old. Well, not doesn't old. matter. He's he's uh, getting old. You don't need him. What do you think? Ninety-five and a half, too low. So I am a, a big fan of this one. So you're saying you see ninety-five and a half now? Well, that's when I wrote my notes down. Okay, I see but... ninety-seven and a half, but it doesn't matter. I think it'll go way before, way beyond ninety-seven and a half. Anyways, I think they will improve or be the same as last year, as you said was one hundred and nine. So I see big value here. Why? Uh, I do think so. Bennington always is the question mark here, but. I think there's less and less pressure on him now. Um, and they have huge uh, power in defense. So they have Falk, Tori Krug, Colton Pareko, and they just signed Nick Letty. So that's a huge top four. And then they have contract years in the most important people, Ryan O'Reilly and Vladimir Tarasenko. Those guys will definitely light it up to make sure they get that next uh, contract going. So that these things happening... Along with the, I guess they have they have Bushnevich, Saad, and all those other support pieces in place. They, I think, are they have some make good, good kids run. too. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I, I think they have some good kids too. So their um, top stars you know, Bush, are Bushnevich for, really, really, yeah. really played well last year. Fit in coming in, and mm-hmm. I like this Rob Thomas kid, uh, yep. Jordan Cairo, um, and even this uh, Barbashev kid. You know, Ka- so Cairo and Thomas are basically the future of of st yep. louis and right now they're bridging into the tereshenko and ryan riley so they they they're playing for theirs and then after they're the future so there's there's a lot of potential in this season going in there so that's why i say 97 and a half easy easy over here all right i agree okay now moving on to some top teams we've got yep. the minnesota wild 113 points last year but the line's down to 101 and a half yeah, I saw it at 99 and a half some places, but uh, what they gained, Marc-Andre Fleury, who he can't keep going the way he's going. So, But he, this is important. They lost a lot. So I cannot see how they will finish the same as last year. They lost Kulikov, but the biggest thing is they lost Fiala. If you had to guess without looking it up, maybe you looked it up, I don't know. How many points did you think Fiala had last season? He's, he was almost point a game. Yeah, 85. <laughs> Yeah, no. So no, that's more important I, game. I, it's crazy. I believe it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah they lost him. <laughs> they lost uh, both goalies. So they basically did an entire goalie swap out. Um, both Kakonen and uh, Talbot are both gone. So I don't see how they can actually do better than last season. Um, I think last year at one thirteen they overachieved, and this season with. Mark Andre Fleury as their main goalie. I'm sorry, I don't see that happening. Yeah, so 99 I, is I about right. Like, 99, I think, is right. 99, yeah, 99 <laughs> is about right. So I wouldn't get too optimistic and too too down on them. I think it will depend on if Mark Andre Fleury can stay healthy because they'll probably put a big load on him. Yeah, uh, Gustafson is not. How old is he? he's 30, 37 ideal. years old. He, this is we're not in an NHL where you can be Dominic Hasek playing into your forty anymore. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah. So. All right, and then to the defending Stanley Cup champions, we've got the Avs, 119 last year. Uh, I'm looking right now at an update, at 110 110.5, 111.5. Yeah. Um, they lost their goalie. Uh, I wrote down Franco's de- is, is decent, but I'm not really sure about Georgiev. And, and this is speaking as a Rangers fan of, of many years. Um but the other day, I saw an interesting headline: Sakic thinks Gorgiev is a is is a starting asset. I don't know if he's just trying to like you know keep him pumped. But well, to be anyways. honest, I don't really think a strong goalie matters too much on this team. Like they were able to win True. a cup with last year's goalie, um, Kemper. Yeah, Kemper. He's, bad. he's okay, Kemper's, Kemper's... but he's not. It's not like they won it with Kemper. I think Kemper had to sub out a few games, didn't he? 
he didn't even play the whole yeah. yeah so it wasn't really on him so they the biggest loss that Colorado has Nathan Kadri and Burkowski so that was almost 150 yep. points right there they lost Kemper with 37 wins they gained uh, Evan Rodriguez from the Penguins they got Lekanen I think just from Montreal so they didn't gain as much as they lost but those two players were never going to resign with uh, Colorado anyways and here they have to pay McKinnon eventually. <laughs> so uh I this didn't they pay him? They did. That's what I mean. Yeah. So so I think this team is still they're still gonna be Stanley Cup contenders. They're probably gonna finish in that 110, 111 range where their line is set. So I think the line is right. There's no value here. And that's pretty much all I gotta say for it. They're they're gonna go for a cup run, but I would not bet their points because the lines are set basically where i believe it should be yeah so no advantage so the blues. no advantage so the blues are the, the main blues one the main here. one in the central that's the only one i got the blues out of all these yeah and then if we really wanted to get adventurous i, I would bet the under of the, on the coyotes yeah i just I, I just feel like i looked at that roster and it's, it's so like bad aging or <laughs> ahl or whatever. well they're, so they're, they're being dumped all the long-term injury players are all being dumped on that roster too yeah so okay so central's done last division our favorite our our, our favorite our hometown division, divisions home city division pacific yeah the pacific uh first we start with climate pledge arena's greatest uh greatest of the great the seattle kraken with their funky new mascot yeah so uh la- yeah last year 60 points I am year, bullish on what them. say you remember last year we they were the butt end of all our jokes just bet against the crack and yeah. you'll win and they were a source of tons of our units last year in hockey this year but this is a huge jump you're talking oh, 60 to 81 and a half I think they will That's they will battle for playoffs this 10 year. plus more wins I think they'll get into the 90s I'm pretty sure they'll get into the 90s this year I'll tell you why so straight math this is going to be a straight math move on me this is one of the reasons why i i picked la last year straight math they gained so much straight more than math. they lost and what did they do they blew out the bookies line i think last year la was like 80 and they got like 90 something i think this year is a very similar situation they way underperformed um i think because the pressure of them being so good last year was so high but this year they got bjorkstrand 57 points Victor Rask, who got 21 points in 47 games. So that's good for another 40 points at least. They got Martin Jones, which is arguably a better goalie as a backup um, than than Chris Drieger. Uh, Barakovsky signed with them from Colorado for 61 points. And they got Justin Schultz. So they increased their back end, even though they lost Giordano, who shouldn't really be playing anywhere anyways. So they improved greatly there. And they have two... Uh, contract years with Vince Dunn and Jonas Donskoy, who is a decent player who will likely play above his caliber just to get that deal signed. So I do believe these guys are, are they're, they're revved. They're revved up to go. So, I mean, the aggregate number of games played is the same. Yeah. If the Seattle team is 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 going to improve so much at some point we're going to have to talk about some teams that are really falling below yep. expectations. and i will tell you who <laughs> all right so next up we've got the ducks exhibit 76 points 76 points last year yeah. right now i i'm seeing 78 and a half yeah and this is one of the teams where i think they'll probably be yeah 74 75 ish they Lost gets last. Well, that's not a huge change. Yeah, well, they'll get up there. Every one of these will will, will drop a bit. And I remember last okay. year the West lost a lot of points to the East. I believe. I think the East yeah, took a I lot. Have a little spreadsheet. The, the about East that. the East stole a lot of points from the West, so I don't think that's going to happen this season. So, anyways, yeah, not to get off track. The Ducks they basically lost Getzlaff, lost Ricard Raquel, Hampus Lindholm. Uh, Josh Manson, uh, Milano, Sonny Milano, all gone. So that's like almost, I don't know, 150 points there. They got Klingberg for a year only. Shattenkirk was just too old in defense anyways. They gained a few other mediocre forwards that not really of note. Ryan Strom maybe. But other than that. Frankie Vitrano. 
Okay. Yeah, they had yeah. their they had their young guns like Zigras and uh, I forgot the other kid's name. There's two of them. Troy Terry. But I don't think they're yeah. Yeah. Troy Terry, right? Terry Troy or Troy Terry? Yeah. Yeah. And and if John Gibson goes down, yeah. they're gonna be so screwed. And, and Gibson is I don't know. Not good enough. <laughs> That's all I can say. Well, I um, mean he's he's been solid and then injuries hit him a little solid, bit. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean if, to if you, see if, if they can perform down, the same it's yeah it's gonna be tough yeah you're right i, I think I, they're I gonna go down so that's one exhibit a so some of those points exhibit go to Seattle. a all right and then the next team 77 points we had the san jose sharks exhibit b another one that will go down um it's kind of sad this team they're basically they lost brent burns which is an admission that they don't care about making the playoffs anymore. They're just stuck with Eric Carlson, who's also an aging, overpaid defenseman by today's standards. And they really didn't gain anybody. They just gained Kapo Kakinen, the goalie from, uh, I believe, Minnesota. And uh, Mm -hmm. the only person of note on a contract here is Timo Meyer. So I don't see how this team is going to do any better if they have no goalie. Yeah, it's kind of... uh... I think I feel like they had like the delayed effect of when the Canucks and the Sharks were top teams, yeah, and uh, then some stars left, yeah, and and then you know people got old, retired, and then now you've got these leftover bits, yeah. But they really haven't kind of shaken shaken things up as quickly as trade deadline time as, comes. I think yeah, Vlasic might go because even though he's a heavy uh, contract, but. A team could probably use him. Eric Carlson is probably immovable, so he's yeah. he's gonna be stuck there. He's just he is, he's enjoying West Coast yeah. life, retirement. Nobody knows who he is. And they basically Sharks, have nothing Sharks nothing in force. So really, this team is yeah. This is probably gonna go low seventies. This team. So okay, here you go. This team, Exhibit B. There Seattle you go. Going, Exhibit B. Up. They're not. They're not very aggressive on these totals though. Like, yeah. uh, it's seventy five and a half. This. I agree. This total, this could be a, a good under. Yeah. That roster just does not look like an NHL roster. Exactly. Uh, moving along. The Vancouver Canucks, 92 points. Yeah. This, trying to, uh, are... to break into the playoffs somehow. Yeah. Without trying to be a homer and looking at this team objectively. Objectively. You have Bo Horvat on a contract year. You know he will perform. You gained Ilya Makaya from the Leafs, which is not bad. 32 points, likely to go grow from here. You lost Halak, which was not really any use last year no, anyways. As, no, so it's he, probably an improvement yeah, he that he got, he's gone. But they also, also disappointed last year. I think they really underperformed. Do you agree or no? I don't know about really underperform, but yeah, they did underperform. I felt like they could have at least challenged a little harder for yeah. for um, a playoff spot and then maybe losing it in the end. But I think for me, the, the disappointments have been some of the spurts role of players. Greatness. Yeah, spurts of greatness. I mean, JT Miller is amazing. Because yeah. um, they went, they but, went on those you know, runs, right? They went on like some five-game yeah. win streaks. Some of these kids could be interesting. Andre Kuzmenko... Yeah. Um, like you said, uh, you know, Mikhaev will will help out. Uh, I think Pedersen hopefully feels healthy and stronger, and he still needs to have like he had his initial season of, of surprise and 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 uh, you know excitement, but now he's got to really you know show he's going to be a NHL star. So I, nothing exciting on this line. I think they'll probably be fighting for a playoff spot. So they're I don't know ninety five ninety six seems reasonable to them. So a ninety two and a half line is. Not, not, not much exciting. Value. All right. And then the team that just only finished ever so slightly ahead of them last year with 94 points, the Vegas Golden Knights. So this team, another team where I'm actually very bearish on. <laughs> so they just gained Kessel. They took an Aiden Hill, who is nothing to be impressive about. And they lost Pacioretty, Dadanov, Janmark. Their goalie situation is terrible. Um, Robin Leonard is unlikely to play this season. Pretty sure he's not going to play this season. So you're left with yeah, he's out. Yeah, you're left with Orsua and Aiden Hill. Like, how are you going to get anywhere with those two? 
Yeah. So the, I yeah. their line is set at and, and the total is ninety seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're I, gonna be low nineties, high eighties. This is this is kind of their downfall now. Like they've they've tried and competed for several years now. I understand they have Jack Eichel and Mark Stone Stone all back, but uh, it's gonna it's an uphill battle with without goaltending. Yeah, they have reasonable defense though. They do. Yeah. Um, Although and, I, and I still that's... think they'll try to fight for a playoff spot, but uh, I think they'll fall short and then lose steam and go into the low nineties. Yeah, and at this point, they might have to move a few people. Yeah, the... yeah it'll be interesting to see what they need to do. Exactly. I I I, I think here there is no. There's very little reason to expect this team to perform on the upside. Yeah. So to expect that they would have more than more points than last year, I don't think you can no. do that. So I, you know, I think this is a valid underplay. Yeah. That's why All I right. say. That's why I highlighted that one. And see, in those points, you know mm-hmm. who they'll go to? Seattle. <laughs> the Kraken. The Kraken. Uh, yeah. Last year is your 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 favorite team, the LA Kings. Yeah. Um, very exciting team. They had 99 points. Yeah. And uh, this year, I see the lines around 95 and a half. I, I saw 96. What and do half, you think? Yeah. So I think that that's a good line. That's where they should be. They they gained Kevin Fiala, so they they got some big uh big scoring power up front. But they did lose Dustin Brown to retirement, who's a big character player. Uh, Anthony and Athenasiu. They lost him too. Uh. But and Kopitar is aging. Um, they do have some good young fours that helped jump them into the playoffs last year. But I think that's pretty much where they're at. They're at that point where they're just going to jump into the playoffs, or sorry, fight for the playoffs, and then probably not get too far after that. And Jonathan Quick is basically on his contract year here, and is, he's aging as well. But he's old. Yeah, yeah. So. I think the only thing they're they they have to probably sort out is figure out a. A D like a, a replacement for Drew for Drew Doughty. Yeah. Their D's serviceable, but I feel like they still need like a. They can't really replace more... him though. He's still got like four years left at eleven million. No, I, I mean more just like not to actually replace him, but more yeah. just to replace his role in minutes because, you know, he's gonna he's gonna fall off a little bit, uh, year over year. Um, yeah, and they probably still need one more defensive defenseman. Um, you know, Edler's aging, and it's hard to keep playing him in your top six. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I so. think their line is set right. There's no no value here to me. All right. Next, we got the Oilers. Oilers. The mystical Oilers with their two superstars. So as much uh, as... Last, yeah. year, last year, 104 and a half. Yeah. This year, I mean, 103 and a half, I see out there. They only have 104 last year? Oh, they did. Yeah. So I'm very bullish on these Edmonton Oilers as, as as much as I hate to say it. They basically dumped a lot of dead weight and they gained some very valuable pieces. So they got Jack Campbell. That's, I wouldn't even say arguably, I think it is an upgrade from Mike Smith or Koskinen, flat out, no question. Then they gained Evander Kane, who was definitely an upgrade from Cassian, who... I'm not saying they they replaced each other, but that's an obvious uh, improvement. And then they also got lost Duncan Keith to retirement, who arguably was probably not useful at the end anyways. So I think this team now has gotten better and their players, their stars are maturing more. Uh, I think they can get to the 111, 112. I think these guys will win the division here. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think Jack Campbell's a key upgrade for them. Key, up, very um, key. Uh, they just been constantly in search of, and they kept that, most of the core intact. Spot. So everyone knows each other. Like they know how to play with each yeah. other. They didn't really blow yeah. anything. And up. I think even their fourth line is pretty, yeah. pretty sharp with the you know Derek Ryan, Fogel, and yeah. and I think they have Yanmark now. So I agree. They're, they they should improve. If 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 anything, maybe you could say last year was a disappointment because of the goalie situation. Exactly. They only had what what they had, and so this year they should be able to make another make another step yep. uh, happen. That's right. So the value is okay. there over one hundred two point five is what I saw. All right. So last team, the Calgary Flames one eleven last year. One eleven. Uh, this year we've got one hundred two and a half. What's going on there? 
I think that 102.5 is probably right. I think they're going to swap places with Edmonton from last year. There's, there's just too much change on this team. Like there's, I still believe they'll they'll end up pulling it off in the end. But what they lost last year in Goudreau, Kachuk, Yarncrook, Goodbranson, they're all gone. And they gained Huberto, Uyghur, Kadri, and Toffoli. Well, Toffoli was a, was a trade last year, so he already played a little bit. But this is such a shock that to tell me that they're all just going to fit in and do and, and be a well-oiled machine right from the start, I don't buy it. But I believe they will eventually rev up that engine and fight for division lead. But I don't think I think they'll fall short. But they'll still get there. They'll still be, they'll, they'll easily make the playoffs for sure. Yeah, I think. They basically had a swap. I think, uh, Goudreau and yeah, Uyghur and uh, Yeah, I mean, that part I'm not too worried about. Yeah. I think that it's, what's really going to be important is, you know, the health of Jacob Markstrom. Yep. Um, he played really solid last year, uh, probably 60-plus starts. Um, and, you know, he's really kind of like as a late bloomer, I guess you would call it, he's really, you know, taking a hold of that job there. I think they can duplicate or replicate this the season. Um, like you said, you're looking, you, you're concerned a bit about the the, the chemistry and things like that, uh, and maybe that's why the the line is down in the 102, 103 range. It's it's hard. There's there's really not a lot of you know big totals out there uh, other than the Avs. Yeah. And, well, well, the thing uh, is, like even even the even the Panthers total is not hugely high, right? Like it's it's it's. But what we're talking about here is tough, right? we're talking about 102, 103, 104 points. Those are a lot of points. It's not like we're saying these guys aren't going to perform. We're, I'm, I'm just saying they're just not going to be the best in the division. Like they'll still they'll be up there somehow, but yeah. uh, I think they'll just fall short of winning the division. Right. Because their team is this That's, strong. Yeah. Like they, Kadri's 87 points last year. Even if he doesn't meet 87, even if he gets 60. That's still yeah, role wise, they're they're deep yeah. now. Yeah, for Tifoli, sure. Tafoli was only forty nine points, but I don't think he played a full season last year. So yeah, I I I would I would kind of like this over. Yeah, I'm I'm neutral like on this one. I think one hundred two is about right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, so what do we got for what do we got for regular season points then in the central? Just uh, just St. Louis. Blues. Yep. Um, and I think, uh, what is it, 90, what do you have, 97 and, or 96 and a half? So uh, I need, I need to revisit. Oh, if, you, okay, if, yeah. you, if you have a 96 somewhere, I'm going to go look for it. Yeah, I've I've got Vegas stuff in front of me, so okay. let me, I'll, I'll let you know offline what we see. Okay. Um, and then in the Pacific? Pacific? So I have three. Seattle, obviously, which I kept yeah. saying. <laughs> Seattle over 81 yeah. and a half. Vegas under 97 and a half. And then uh, Edmonton over 102 and a half. So four plays right, overall. And I, I don't have any futures plays. I don't think there's really anything I want to do. Maybe maybe an Edmonton future here. Edmonton and Blues. Yeah. That's about it for value. Okay. So so you so last week you had Florida and Carolina. Yeah. This week. Uh, I don't want to. Lo- I don't want to lock in the Blues or in uh, Edmonton just yet. I need to. Think about that a bit. Okay, but, I mean uh, Edmonton is. I, I'm seeing plus fourteen hundred, yeah, plus twelve hundred yeah, out there. That's right. Um, and and the Blues are probably. I think I bet the Blues last year. It's plus three thousand. Plus, if you can find that, that's definitely worth it. You know, uh, you know, value there. Um, plus twenty two hundred in some places too. So, uh, for those kind of outstretch picks, then yeah, if you anytime you can get plus three thousand on a on a competitive playoff team, uh, that's pretty awesome. Yep. That's right. Yeah, that's, okay. that's uh, hopefully that's a good enough breakdown for people. All right. Well, that's great. We're going to recap and post all of these uh, regular season wins uh, on our uh, futures uh, website table, uh, and then of course the the our NHL season winners or Stanley Cup winners will post those as well on Twitter. Uh, I think um, that's a that's a great wrap. Uh, I I think. I think I'm 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 on the Flames and the Rangers, you know. I'll 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 share I'll tweet or customize something going on over there. But I I like I like solid goaltending. I like where these teams are with their D men, and uh, 
they just got to figure out the power play and, and penalty kill. Yeah. And they're going to go deep. There's almost not, no wrong answer there for that one. Almost no wrong answer. <laughs> hey, it's early in the season. That's right. Everything, That's, everything's right. Good. Exactly. Hey, before we leave, we want to let people know about our, our little pool here that we're doing. We're trying to throw yeah, surprises. Absolutely. So we're going to have a weekly uh, NHL survivor pool. It's going to start on October 15th. Uh, which is a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and basically every week you got to pick a winner, right? Uh, and that game has to be on the Saturday. So you got to make that pick before the first game uh, of the day. Uh, you pick a winner. If they win, you, you move, move on, on to the next week. If they lose, you're done. So it should Simple. be, it could be fast. It could be slow. Uh, you, you, it could, you know, make and you pull you your hair same, out. You can't whatever. use the same team twice either. That's right. You can't use the same team twice. That's uh, in these pools. There's always the the little challenge, uh, and we got some prizes. Uh, we've got a Metafan uh, NFT that we're going to uh, award to the winner. Uh, we are going to uh, get some custom Pick Doctors drinkware uh, for the winner, and also point zero five Ethereum. So ETH. basically, if you add it all up, it's about two hundred dollars. American or Canadian in today's value. Yeah, today's value. Five hundred. Yeah, what's going on? Five hundred when uh, when, when it goes up. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There we go. So uh, right. excited! Uh, we're gonna tweet, share the link. Uh, everyone, jump in, join in, have some fun. Uh, we'll obviously talk about potential survivor picks too, without maybe revealing too much every week uh, as we as we jump in there too. Um, yeah. I think that wraps up That's the it. pod. Yeah. Well, I'm done. I'm the chief. See you guys later. And this is the Rez. As always, happy betting, everybody.